This is reposted. Every morning, Larry and I dig into a quote or idea that has caught our eye. Our hope is that our chat inspires you to never stop thinking and possibly challenges you in a new way. Thank you for stopping by. I came across this video I saw that Business Insider put together, and apparently Finland has an open prison system. Basically, there's no bars, there's no gates. Prisoners can come and go to go to higher education. They can also make money. And it kind of got me thinking, there's not, you can't make a direct comparison with the U.S. and Finland. They said 3,000 people are incarcerated in Finland versus the U.S. has half of the Finnish population equal to incarcerated. It's different cultures. It's all different. But at some point, you can't just keep saying the U.S. is different. We can't abide by those rules. I said this to you, do you think there's anything us as a culture can learn by allowing um, prisoners to, to be set up for success, for reintegration into society? Well, that's, what, that's not what America wants. So, I mean, we want prisons. We, they're big business. Soledad, what's in Soledad other than the prison? So all the prison guards that are employed by them buy stuff at grocery stores. Soledad wants prisons. Most cities want prisons that are in the middle of nowhere. So there's no benefit to not have prisoners so we can have prisons. I mean, but what do you think, though, as, a, oh. as an American? Or do you think we should have more prisons? I mean, that's what that sounded like. I don't think that's the case. But Well, I mean, I think the whole point should be for rehabilitation, which is what this video in Finland, the prisoners go to prison not to serve time, but to be rehabilitated. Yeah. So I believe in... I, I absolutely believe in that. Yeah, I believe in it too, but I think we maybe, I don't know when we talked about this or maybe we didn't talk about it on this show is you can't make a direct comparison to Nordic countries, to the U.S. because they just have a fundamental different relationship with the government. They, in general, trust. It's, it's more of a socialist society where they trust and follow the rules. I saw recently San Francisco had a large robbery at the Prada store in Union Square. And so the response was like, all right, we're not going to let cars drive through Union Square or we're going to limit cars in Union Square. And that's the fix to it. I think we're in a more of a reactionary mindset than anything else. I mean, obviously, there's the business aspect of it where people are lobbying to keep prisons going because there's things to be gained from that. But I, I, don't, I don't know what the answer is. I, I wish I had one. And it's also a zero sum game as well with like, if so one person that's incarcerated gets out and does something else yeah. horrible, then it's over. Then that plan gets immediately. I just don't understand how we would ever be able to implement anything like this in the United States. I don't really either. And not to make this all about San Francisco, but I remember like five or six years ago, someone was released from prison. Maybe that was an immigrant. Anyway, they, they had been, incarcerated a few times and they ended up shooting an innocent person on in somewhere along the Embarcadero. And it was like, oh, you you should have government made, made sure this person never got out. But when, when we compare ourselves to these Nordic countries, they're like, oh, look, it can work. But yeah, like you're saying, one bad egg can ruin the entire experiment. It really is like, I mean, there's lots of great things about America, obviously. 
but there's just a mindset of how we believe in things. Like, for instance, gun control, right? We're never, gun control is just, what, that doesn't mean anything, yet we have the most deaths from every other country combined by people killing themselves with guns in this country. And you almost just have to accept that there's going to be a mass shooting 100 times a year because the NRA wants people to have guns. So we're just going to kill each other with guns every year. That's just not going to change in America. Well, I don't think it's because the NRA wants us to have guns. I think it's people do bad things. We also have a very large population when you compare, I don't know what our population is right now, let's say 300 million versus these Nordic countries that have one and a half million people. Statistically, more bad things are going to happen. Yeah, but if you just took it per capita, like mm -hmm. our per capita versus their per capita, our, I mean, it's, it's not even close the amount of mass shootings we have in this country compared to anywhere else on the universe. And it's because America and this whole idea when we wrote under the Constitution, you have the right, right. to bear arms and people are going to die on their cross on that. And so I've, my point is just that in America, you have to accept mass shootings are going to happen because that's the way we want it. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know what the answer to the to gun control is i mean it's a hot topic but i guess back to the uh the prison question i like to think that in theory i i like people having the opportunity to be re rehabilitated but this video we sent i sent you was this guy was serving a life sentence for murder and i'm like that's good he's being rehabil rehabilitated but if someone murdered one of my friends or one of my family members like i don't know at what point I'd be like, this person deserves it. Like you want your own personal vengeance. And so it's also interesting to look at it from the two different lenses. When it doesn't affect you, it's nice to say yes. But like, if someone murdered someone close to me, I'd be like, no, lock them up and throw away the key. And I have two, two different thoughts based on how it impacts me. No, that's totally true what you're saying. But you know, we don't, Every situation is unique. We don't know why someone murdered your cousin, right? Maybe they were abused. Maybe they had a hard life. Everything went downhill for them. And then they made a bad decision. And then they said they were going to get um, institutionalized or whatever. And maybe they said, like, I want to become a different person. I, want, I don't want to be the person that society groomed me to be. Wouldn't it be nice, this guy says, to give people a second chance to turn their lives around, even if they did something horrible to your cousin? Yes, I, th I think that, but I don't, I, I honestly don't know how I would feel in that moment if it actually did impact me. Like right now, sitting in my chair talking to you, I'm like, yeah, I think I would like that to be the case. I don't know if I'm uh, emotionally evolved enough to, to be able to deal with that. Maybe, maybe you are. No, no, no. I mean, I don't think that anybody is, but I'm just saying, like, that's the mindset is, hey, someone did something horrible, we want to tr change, completely change the way they think to mm -hmm. help them turn around their lives. Regardless of what they've done, the idea is not to lock them up and throw away the key. The idea is to get them in the system and change how they think and their life. Right. And back to another thing that you were saying is like, not everything is black and white. There's di different circumstances. And I think that's one of the difficult things with the law. It's like, if you do this, then this happens. It's not something external force made this action um, like domino and you ended up there. It's like you have to be able to draw a line in the sand. And, and, and a lot of times things play out, unfortunately, for, for the criminal and the victim because we have to 
draw that line in society. And there's a little bit of this in America, in California penal systems, in that San Quentin is a place, if you're a prisoner and you're serious about education and serious about changing your life, you do everything you can to get transferred to San Quentin because they have college degree programs, they have counseling degree programs. So it's sort of known if you really want to change your life, you get transferred to San Quentin and they will help change you and reform you and you can get a job once you get out. Yeah. And my father-in-law goes there once a week to to minister to inmates so yeah that's a nice thing too you can hang out with carl <laughs> carl what one more thing that doesn't have to do the penal system but this guy they followed in the documentary starts off his day with uh, going out to the frozen lake and dipping in the pool and i like that that, that was a stand-up move for that guy i wish i had a frozen lake to dip i mean that was the only reason you liked the video <laughs> that was i the knew it well, if you want to go to San Quentin, please reach out. You can find us at Reposted Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I'm Andrew for Rikers Island Larry saying thanks for stopping by.